Honestly, one of the saddest stories in Tanakh. This event happened sometime in the early period of the judges, not too long after the Israelites settled in the land and received each one their portion. It's quite a case of wickedness, but also it's a product of a dire situation resulting from the absence of government, guidance, and moral standards. This is what happens when there's no rule of law. In the words of ethics of our fathers, you should pray for the peace of your government because without government, everyone swallows up the other. It was in those days there was no king in Israel. There was a Levite man residing in the southern edge of the highlands of Ephraim and he took for himself a concubine from Bethlehem in Yehuda. What's a concubine? At least in biblical terms, it's a quasi-marital arrangement in which a man and woman live together without a full-fledged married agreement. Similar to what the contemporary status of common law couples is. According to other opinions, a concubine was legally betrothed to her husband, but she was not entitled to the benefits from financial commitments written in the ketubah, etc. Anyways... His concubine strayed from him. Not necessarily in a sexual connotation, but simply she left him. And she went back to her father's house to Bethlehem in Yehuda, and she was there for a period of four months. Her husband decided it was time to end the faribal, the, the quarrel. He rose and went after her to speak tenderly to her and bring her back. His lad with him, he took a lad with him and a pair of donkeys for riding. Apparently by now she had forgotten the reason for the quarrel. In any case, she saw no reason to remain separate from him. So she brought him into her father's house, and the father of the young woman saw him and rejoiced in meeting him. He was, they were happy with each other. The father-in-law detained him. In other words, kept him, said, stay by me. So the Levite man stayed with him three days, ate and drank, and they stayed the night there. It was on the fourth day, and they arose early in the morning, and he got up to go. The father-in-law, the father of the young woman, said to his son-in-law, Sustain your heart with a portion of bread, and then you will go. Eat something. Eat breakfast. They sat and and drank together. They enjoyed each other's company, and the meal dragged on. The father of the young woman said to the man, Please agree and stay for the night one more night, and your heart will be gladdened. The man rose to go, but his father begged him father-in-law and he stayed another night there for the fourth night the fifth morning same story please stay till the afternoon and the conversation continued eventually the man rose up to go he is concubine and his lad and the father-in-law says behold the day is dimming towards evening stay overnight rather than stay in an unfamiliar place and your heart will be gladdened, blah, 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 blah. Despite the outpouring of love his father-in-law had shown him, the man decided to go home because he saw no end to the situation. He came to opposite the city of Yavus, which is Jerusalem. At that time, Jerusalem was part of the Jebusite nation. With him was a pair of saddle donkeys, and his concubine were with him. 
They were near Yavus, and the, di- the daylight was very low on the horizon. The lad said to his master, Let us now go and turn aside to this Jebusite city and stay the night in it. His master said to him, We will not turn aside into a city of foreigners who are not the children of Israel. Let, rather, let us go, let us pass and continue to the city of Giva, about six kilometers north of Yerushalayim. He said to his land, Go, and we will approach one of the places, and we will stay the night in Giva or in Ramah, which is an inheritance of Benjamin, north of Yerushalayim. They passed and they went, and the sun set on them when they were by Giva, which is a Benjamin. They turned aside to stay there the night. The Levite came and sat in the city square, and there was no man to take them home for the night. Behold, an elderly man came into the city from his work from the fields of the heathen. The man was from the highlands of Ephraim, and he lived in Giva. The rest of the people were Benjamites. They were from Benjamin. They didn't object to individuals from other tribes living in the city. He lifted his eyes, this old man, and saw a wayfaring man in the city square. Sorry about that. So the elderly man sees a wayfaring man in the city. The elderly man says, evidently you're a passerby. Where are you going and where do you come from? The Levite said, we are passing from Bethlehem. I am from there. I went to Bet. I went to Bet Lechem of Yehuda, and I'm going back to the house of the Lord in Ephraim, and I'm left in the street because no one's taking me home. We would not be a burden upon our host, as there is both straw and feed for our donkeys. There's no need to provide for them. There is bread and wine for me, for your maidservant, the woman with me, and for the lad who's with your servants. There's no lack of anything. We just need a roof. The elderly man said, Peace be with you. Do not worry. However, all your needs are upon me. I will supply your needs. And it is not right for you to eat your own food in my house. Just stay over the night. He took him to his house, gave the donkeys feed, and they washed their feet and ate and drank in a relaxed state. They were gladdening their hearts, and behold, many of the city people, wicked people, surrounded the house, banging on the door. They said to the elderly master of the house, Bring out the man who had come into your house, and we will be intimate with him. Basically for homosexual relations. The, ma- the man, master of the house, went out to them and said to them, Please, my brethren, do not do evil. Once this man had come to my house, do not commit this depravity. Similar to the story that happened with Lot and his daughters. It's a moral and disgraceful act under any circumstances, but to do it to a guest... If you must satisfy your desires, behold my virgin daughter and his guest's concubine. I will bring them out for you, rape them, and do with them which is good in your eyes. But to this man do not commit this abomination. What a chauvinist. But similar to what Lot said, the men were unwilling to heed him. They wanted the man. When the young man saw that he must choose between the woman and himself, he forcibly seized his concubine and brought her out to them. This wasn't heroic, believe me, this was a cowardly act. The men apparently settled for her, they were intimate with her, raped her one after another, they abused her all night, they sent her away at dawn. It was a gang rape. 
The woman came at dawn so drained and wounded that she did not even have the strength to knock on the door and she fell at the entrance of the man's house where her master was until it was light. The master opens up the door in the morning and the woman had fallen at the entrance and her hands were on the threshold. He said to her, rise when we will go on their way. But there was no one responding as she was dead. He took her on the donkey and the man rose and went to his place. He took her corpse back home with him. Obviously it wasn't the whole city, but there was quite a group of lowlifes in the city. This was not merely a gang rape, it was the most abhorrent act of murder. The man was clearly filled with rage. Yeah, as you can understand, he's no saint either. He came to his house, took his knife, used for slaughter, grasped the corpse of his concubine, cut her with her bones into twelve pieces, and he sent her the dismembered corpse, together with an account of the harrowing story throughout the entire border of Israel. This definitely was a shock element. It was that everyone who saw would say something so horrific of the sort has not been and has and not been seen in our land since the day we came out of Egypt. We cannot deal with this in silence. We must consider a response. This is a, by far the most extreme story in the, in the book of Judges, but it gives you a glimpse of, of the anarchy of the time. Literally, like lawlessness. Unfortunately, there are places in our world today where such things still go. In, in lawless places, or where people are not afraid of the law, or in a place where people aren't, you know, disciplined and raised well. This is what happens. Remember, these people had a moral code. But the, their moral code wasn't enforced. It was totally each person to their own. And here is another you know, strong message of the importance of not only relying on individuals, but having a society that encourages it. And that's why one of the seven Noahide laws, let alone the, the 613 laws for the Jews, one of the Noahide laws is to have courts of justice and to have a strong government. Because otherwise, in extreme situations, you have the story of the concubine of Giva, which we will continue.